Each day we get hundreds of questions from our clients and other small and mid-sized business owners about some of the most common HR issues. We figured if they have those questions, you might too. Let's provide a lifeline and share our answers to some of the most common scenarios. This is HR Rescue with your host, Jenny Stone. Here we go! As the coronavirus COVID-19 outbreak becomes more acute, employers must consider remote working options and implement emergency communications plans. While an organization already may be offering flexible work options to certain teams or job classifications, a public health crisis may propel an employer to scale those options to most, if not all, of its workforce. The Equal Employment Opportunity Commission, EEOC, has stated that remote work is one strategy to control the transmission of the coronavirus. Federal, state, and local labor agencies are following the Centers for Disease Control recommendations for social distancing and limiting face-to-face contact. The Occupational Safety and Health Administration, OSHA, enforces an employer's legal requirement to provide a workplace free from recognized hazards. Based on these recommendations and compliance requirements, an employer should strongly consider making remote working options available to as many workers as possible. Even if an employee is not generally allowed to work remotely due to particular job duties or the employer's industry, for example, healthcare, employees with disabilities that put them at high risk for complications associated with COVID-19 or employees who may be pregnant may request to work remotely as a reasonable accommodation to reduce chances of infection. Follow best practices when offering flexible working arrangements and consider alternating groups of employees' work hours by revising work schedules to reduce the potential for close contact and therefore keep the workplace safer. If an organization has made the decision to shift to mostly remote work, then it may need to expand its remote network capacity. However, hiccups may arise as network connections are strained with the increased access. In addition, employees should access corporate files in a secure manner when working from home. Access should be provided through a virtual private network, VPN. Mobility often requires employees to have remote access to a company's intellectual property, unique processes, client information, and other confidential business information that have allowed the business to grow and thrive. Take steps to protect confidential business information to ensure it is not used by others to the detriment of the business. Adopt or update telecommuting policies and agreements to address equipment and supply expectations, as well as the return of the employer's materials. And consider non-disclosure agreement with the remote worker in circumstances where the employee is privy to confidential business information or other employee intellectual property. A workplace policy should address the process for making remote working requests, equipment and supplies, safety concerns, wage and hour issues, particularly regarding non-exempt employees, and the duration of the arrangements. During a pandemic or other public emergency, an employer may consider offering additional support, flexibility, or pay to employees. For example, an employer may consider making extra payments to employees to help them transition to telecommuting. Consider offering a reimbursement to employees to upgrade their home internet connectivity up to a speed that is suitable to working from home. These types of temporary emergent measures should be communicated to employees as such unless an employer anticipates making them available as permanent options. By shifting to a remote working model during a pandemic, 
An organization will reduce its collective risk exposure within its facilities and employee populations. However, ongoing communications regarding business continuity concerns are vital during this time. Supervisors and employees should be trained on where to find relevant information with respect to business continuity. An organization may include its emergency plans in the employee handbook, policy manuals, and business plans. An employer should have mechanisms in place that will enable employees to obtain the latest communications on the pandemic. Circumstances during the pandemic may continue to change, such as by local government issuing a shelter-in-place order, rendering a business as non-essential, and therefore precipitating a closure or temporary ceasing of operations. Use an emergency communication policy to provide guidance on the communication channels available to employees, which may include remote access to the employer's network and access messaging on the status of an emergency, for example, by downloading an application with relevant information or by using local telephone number with an updated recorded message. And ensure employees' contact information is updated by providing employees with an emergency contact form and implementing a personal data changes handbook statement. An employer should take steps to make each remote employee worker feel supported as a valued member of the greater team. This becomes more vital during a public health emergency. In addition, an employer should support remote work by following best practices in terms of holding virtual meetings, using and comparing online collaboration tools, and recommending or adopting preferred applications for collaboration, communication, and conferencing. Think creatively about how to achieve business goals with remote workers. For example, focus on specific projects and output, a results-oriented approach, as opposed to focus on the amount of hours worked. Each employee should feel empowered to put in a full day's work, but also have time for meals, opportunities to go outside, and meaningful breaks from projects. Frequent use of calendars, showing when everyone should be available for a conference call, or when individuals prefer to be offline, will likely optimize a team's experience with remote working. Any supervisors who are not used to managing remote teams should guard against making certain assumptions about workers, such as their level of technical proficiency or their likelihood to be more or less productive from home. These types of behaviors could affect the overall morale and productivity. Train supervisors on the particular challenges that arise when managing a remote team. Encourage managers and supervisors to allow more flexibility with respect to work rules during a pandemic. Issues such as childcare and accessibility to reliable network, connection may keep employees from being as productive as they would like during their usual work hours. However, a focus on well-being and support rather than process and consequences may benefit both the employer and employee during a challenging business climate. Focus on building a trusting relationship with employees so that productivity goals are achieved. If certain processes or rules did not work as well as expected or encourage bad habits to form among remote workers, then make a note and tweak your policies or handbook statements accordingly when the emergency has passed. Brush up on general information about work rules and consider alternatives to discipline during a public health emergency when many employees undergo stress and other mental health challenges during a time of personal and professional uncertainty. Thank you for joining us for this episode of the HR Rescue Podcast. Make sure you subscribe so you never miss an episode and help spread the word by leaving a review. The HR Rescue Podcast is made possible by HR Shield, the firm consulting group of Tampa, and your host, Jenny Stone. Here we go!
This podcast was recorded in Tampa, Florida and Greenville, South Carolina, and was produced by Lonnie West at LRW Media Studios. Find us in your favorite podcast app or online at hr-rescue.com.